one. Hey Blair, so open parentheses 91 slash comma comma dash a kudov. Do you agree? Like, don't don't call me out like this <laughs> on my podcast. Our podcast. Um, look, my the ARG, the fear of getting ARG I'm constructing is extremely complicated, and I I I I, I request that you don't don't um, question my methods. Just let me do with the brand as I please. Hey, um, no, <laughs> we're in this business together, Blair. This is a this is a joint venture. You can't make ARGs. Do you know how bad those are? They're good actually, and mine especially okay, is that's, gonna be good. That's a, you raise a valid point because ARGs are good, but no one fucking likes ARGs right now. <laughs> Everyone fucking hates them because fucking No Man's Sky, every fucking gamer's like worst nightmare video game is doing an ARG right now for their newest update. Mm-hmm. And also Overwatch did a really bad ARG last year that took like six months to reach completion. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is like an indie what, ARG, you know how what, it is? What, like, are good, what are good ARGs that are like happening now or recently? Um... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, just trust me on this one. <laughs> let's go to Wikipedia. Let's go to the, the Tribune. Okay, let's see. Gathering Worldwide Gamers is a subcategory on this page. Alright. Let's see. I Love Bees from Halo 2. Yeah. Classic. Mm, yeah. Uh, the Lost Ring. Okay. Year Zero. The extremely dope fear-baiting ARG that is soon to be, like, blowing everyone away and give me about a month. And oh, Farm Fractions 2. That Farm was Fractions one. Farm Fractions 2, that one's good, yeah. That was a very good ARG. Jesus fucking Christ. The the entry on the Wikipedia page for No Man's Sky is so big. Oh my god. Okay, anyways. So, what's up? How you been? Um, how's, uh, how's work? Oh, fine. Yeah. How's your, how's, well... Your ANCAP friend, not your co-worker anymore, I guess. <laughs> so much drama going on. Yeah, he's graduated to just friend. <laughs> oh, fine, you know. Yeah, what's up with you? Oh, you know, nothing. <laughs> Dope. Great conversation, Luna. <laughs> like, I just, I mean, I, I hung out with my ex last night, and after being awkward for like half an hour, it was very good for the next seven and a half. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. That's a good way to and spend it. And then, uh, what else did I do this last week? I... <sighs> fuck if I know. Shit, right? Oh, I did... We, we put we put together an episode of The Wonder Year, because that was last week. Yeah, we did do that. <laughs> yeah, literally... Podcast. Podcast. Literally, all I do is fucking eat, sleep, work, and podcast. Um... You need to get some video games in there, gamer. Shit, no way. Fuck off. <laughs> video games are bad. The video games are actually... Video games are actually, uh, good. Is my opinion. That's a controversial opinion, and one that I have to uh, disagree with outright. <laughs> I can't... Yeah, okay. Um, hey, I need to get my sister in this podcast, actually, for a quick second. Oh, uh, okay. Haunted videotapes. Haunted videotapes. Hope you enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it was worth it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, a podcast I need to for and by gamers. Oh yeah, Blair's, Blair's played at least. <laughs> Blair's played at least four video games in her life. <laughs> no, I think you're um, mistaking the fact that I've played Fallout New Vegas four times. <laughs> oh yeah, didn't you play Animal Crossing? Oh, I guess I did. New Leaf. No, not New Leaf. It was um, whatever. Huh, it was. More like more like. What? Hey, what if you had your dick out and it was nude leaf? <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess. I don't know what the what <laughs> hey, if there hey, is Slider. supposed to be. Like, what is hey, K.K. Slider, lose the shorts. Um, no, I played the one that came on the Wii. The... Like Fuck, I forget what it's Hall called. or something like that. Or City Life or Town Life or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It was okay. It's, it's good. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, like, uh, my very good co-host, whose name we will not reveal, said, welcome to Fear Baiting, everyone. It's your number one gamer podcast <laughs> for videotapes, yep. for haunted videotapes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm Blair. I'm Luna. Dubiously. <laughs> Dubiously. What, what, what? Now we need to get Jack on here to say, all, keck, all dev to that live. <laughs> Shit. Maybe, can you get him to, like, record a vocaroo or something of him saying that? Yeah, well, <laughs> every time he says it, uh, he looks like he dies a little bit on the inside. <laughs> so I don't want to, like, accelerate his death, you know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you know what, he says he'll dab to that, but he never does. <laughs> he's just saying he'll. He's just saying he's like open to the option of dabbing to that. He's open to the option because every time I ask him, okay, well, like follow through, like dab for that. He's like, no, no, I will never dab. And I was like, you're a fascinating human being. God bless Jack. Yeah, God bless him. Oh God. So anything new in the news? Mm, with as far as horror movies horror or gay stuff? things. Um, I, like, I can't think of really anything. Um, I mean, we're gay and we would just watch a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, but that's really not news. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think the New York Times is going to be, like, after us for that hot scoop. Fuck, they should be, though. Oh, my God. What if, Spotlight 2. Two idiots watched a horror movie and they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then they tried to talk about it for an hour. Yeah. God, Spotlight was a good fucking movie. Yeah. So fucking depressing, but yeah. good as hell. Mm-hmm. I should watch that. E- I shouldn't watch that again sometime. <laughs> you should just it, think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those movies you probably should never. You probably shouldn't watch more than twice, more than once within like a year. That's fair. There are like some movies you watch once and never do it again. Like, um, oh, what's that one horror movie that's like not good, but everyone kind of like regarded it as something because someone gets their eye socket fucked. I have no idea. A uh, Serbian film, I want to say. Oh fuck! Is that it? I have no. I think so. I just knew it was like supposed to be really edgy and like brutal, brutal or whatever. I had no idea what the content of the actual film was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure someone gets straight up skull fucked in that. Interesting. Yeah, so you never watch. Don't don't ever watch that more okay. than maybe zero times. Okay, okay. But and then like Hostel, maybe you watch that once. Sure. You watch the first one. Sure. Hmm. You know, you can. Did you know it's like actually a verifiable fact that you can never sit through in a single viewing of Oogie Loves? What's that? <laughs> Oogie Loves? No, it, it's verified you've never what? You can. A single person can never sit through as a. a sit through the entirety of Oogie Loves in one sitting, <laughs> or else they get <laughs> my friend. ill. <laughs> he, 
Well, no, they can't broadcast it. Because <laughs> one time, my my very very good friend of the show, Wes, uh, just live streamed uh, Oogie Love's Big Balloon Adventure. <laughs> And he ended the stream like five minutes before the movie was over. But before he ended the stream, he zoomed in into a picture, into like a close up of the pi- of the infantile pillow's face, and wrote a te- in a text box that said, "I have horrible food poisoning. I need to go shit my brains out." <laughs> and I think I think another time we tried watching it together. This was ages ago. Someone else got violently ill. I think it was you, Benny. I think it was. Oh, was it I Benny? think it was Benny. Okay. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a curse. You can never you can never watch it with a group of people because it's cursed and will make someone violently ill. Yeah, I, just thinking about it, like I'm, I'm I'm having I'm having like some farts. Yeah, no, you just get kind of like cold sweats. Yeah. You know? Oh and God. Your stomach kind of gets rumbly, and you're like, oh no, here it comes. <laughs> hey, did you know that the vacuum so in that movie like, was named J. Edgar? It's basically like the the plot of The Ring. Did you know that Carrie Elwes is in that movie as Wobbly Bobbly? I did not know that. Did you know Christopher Lloyd is in there and he's and he is a, a horrible, horribly racist caricature of a Mexican person that lives inside a sombrero? Holy shit. Did you know Chaz Palminteri from, who is famous, most fam- probably most famously the detective in uh, The Usual Suspects, is in there as a milkshake mogul? No. no? I didn't know anything about the cast of this fucking movie. This yeah, is I know the entire much. podcast now where you just tell me fun facts about Ubi loves. <laughs> oh my god. There's a character whose pants fall down like at least six times. Shit. Fucking Ubi loves Big Balloon Adventure. Toofy's got his dick out. Fuck. <laughs> Goofy Toofy, pull up your pants. Put That's what the they say. You dumb bitch. <laughs> Oh, that's me for sure. Uh, let me just take a look at the other cast real quick. Big Balloon Adventure. Let's just take a look at the rest of the cast. Let's see. We got Tony Braxton as Rosalie Roadbud, a musician whose entire shtick is that she's surrounded by roses at all times, but she's also incredibly allergic to them. Uh-huh. Uh, Cloris Leachman as Dottie Rounder, who just is obsessed with circles. Okay. Uh, Christopher Lloyd's character is named Lero Sombrero. Mm-hmm. And then he's married to Jamie Presley, who also whose name is Lola Sombrero, and they both live in the, they both live in the Sombrero house. I, I see. And then Maya Strange, who I don't even know who the fuck that is, but she's, she's probably too too qualified for this movie anyway. You know, even if she we don't plays know. Win, she plays Windy, she plays Windy Window. She's in Burn Notice. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, I guess that like acting money has to come from somewhere, you know. Yeah. If Burn Notice isn't, like, supplying the checks, you know, you have to go to fucking Oogie Loves. Where's this Oogie Loves sequel? I, do you really want one? I feel like, I feel like it's past the point where it would be justifiable for one, so, yeah, I kind of do at this point, because it'd be the, like... The thing, the thing about the Oogie Loves was the fact that it made it, it presented itself like it was, like, a movie made out of a children's show or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, a movie that was, like, a sequel. yeah. Like, you're, like, the idea was, like, you're already supposed to know what this is and, like, how to play along with it. If, I mean, and I get that because it plays on a lot of the same patterns that other children's shows do. But also, what the fuck is an Oogie Love? You know what I mean? I don't know, but they're going on a big fucking balloon adventure for their horrible, terrible pillow friend, Floofy. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Is that the pillow? 
Oh, Shloofy, sorry. The, pill- the pillow's named Shloofy, and it has a voice actress whose name is Taras Loss, and all that voice actor does is garble like a baby. <laughs> um, I mean, the movie had, a the movie had like, a 2,000% return on investment. I mean... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking... I had those numbers backwards. It had a 5% return on investment. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. The production company is named Ken Wieselman Presents Big Balloon Adventure Movie. Nice. Dope. Um, when did... Th- what year did this come out? Uh, 2012. Yeah. You know, it's been five years. I think we deserve another Ubi Loves. Yeah, hold on. After, like, two years, you would expect another Oogie Loves, but after five years, you deserve another Oogie Loves. Wait, I found their... I found their... their, I found their origin. It's from a TV show called My Bed Bugs. Ah, tell me more in this Oogie Loves podcast. It ran from March 4th to April 23rd in 2004. That sounds about right. (laughs) It didn't run for a second. It didn't finish its second month. Uh, Yep, that sounds about right. (laughs) But I bet it was this guy's passion project, you know? Ugu loves was this guy's passion project. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. He's got the... He's got the Oogie loves bug. Yeah. I mean, how could you not, you know? If you want a milkshake, well, you know what to do. March and Moo. Moo. That's the song that Chaz Palminteri leads everyone in singing. Do you have, like, a lot of these songs memorized? I have the one song memorized because March and Moo is catchy. It's not good. I'm not about to be out here, like, Alpha C. She's like, oh, fuck, it's a banger. But, like, it, it gets stuck in your head. <laughs> the the entire... During that entire song, everyone is ordering, like, horrible combinations to make into a milkshake. I'm pretty sure someone at some point, like, orders tuna and spinach. Uh-huh. As you Which, do. like... I can see that on a wrap, but, yeah. like, I don't want that liquefied. Right. And with, like, cream? No, thank uh-huh. you. You gotta fuck with... You gotta get the cream, though. Okay. Okay. Speaking of other cursed videos... <laughs> we watched The Ring this week. We, we did get, watch The Ring this we week. We should get into that. Yeah. You ever watch the original? The Japanese I one? I, I keep meaning to, but I never do. We should have watched that yeah, me this too. week. Fuck. Uh, we'll do it another time. Um... Yeah. yeah. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. No, next week we're doing something else. Some uh, um, Next week is my pick. Right? Next week's my pick? Next week's your pick, yeah. Okay, so next week we're going to do another, like, Americanized version of a J-horror. Okay. Which I think... Just give me a to double check the name of the movie so I don't get it wrong. Um, it's going to be Pulse. Okay. I'm into it. Yeah, Kristen Bell's in it. Sure. I'm always a fan of that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But the Ring. The Ring. So The Ring... So the ring opens with two, like, teenage girls. Teenage? Teenage. They're yeah. supposed to be, at least, I think. They, they look like college students, but maybe teenage. Maybe, like, on the verge of college and high school, you know? Yeah, maybe they're about to go into college. Mm-hmm. And one of them's going to have to go into the college with the knowledge of her best friend's death on her hand, on yep. her conscience. Yeah. So she's probably not going to make it past that first semester really intact. Yeah, the first scene of this movie is very archetypal horror movie, but I think it's really good like like yeah like it's it's very legitimately funny and like the acting is like everyone in this movie is like really good at acting you know yeah including and especially the 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 business baby yeah we'll get into Uh, him aiden Aiden, is that his name yeah okay so um yeah the movie opens with them like these two girls basically setting up some exposition for the like the context of the ring 
which is like, oh, this video, you watch it, and then you get a phone call that says seven days, and then you die in seven days, essentially. And then one of the girls pretends to, like, choke and die, and then they have a good good laugh about it. Um, And then the phone rings, and they're like, oh, shit. Um, And then they go down and answer it, and she's like, the, the girl who's just a guest at her house, the other girl's house, she's like, like as if it's supposed to be one sp- spooky thing basically just yeah. fucking with her friend um so they have a conversation her and her mom we hear half of it you know whatever and then the after she hangs up the the the, the tv turns to like white noise like static um and she's like what the fuck stop fucking with me uh then goes to turn it off and then eventually unplugs it keeps because it keeps turning on um and then it turns on again when she, after she unplugs it, yeah, and yeah. then she's dead. Yeah, yeah, she dies basically. Um, yep. And then we cut to um, a classroom where our protagonist Rachel. Uh, Rachel, yes, because Rachel- Aiden calls his mother by his by her first name for some reason. Because he's a little cre- little cream faced business boy. Um, he's a little cream faced business boss baby. <laughs> Shut up! He's not. The- Flair, he's the boss baby. He's the boss baby sent back in time, Terminator style, to save Rachel. Boss baby is time cube. (laughs) Boss baby is time cube. Boss baby is time cube sent back in time to save Rachel from the ring. Yeah. Fuck. We've uncovered so much. This, This movie is like the keystone to like everything. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yawn. Slate. Shit. Yeah, be a little more interested in what I have to say. No, it's boring, Blair. <laughs> sorry, please repeat yourself. No. Um, so, whatever. So this 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 little this little um 7-year-old cream-faced business boy. Yeah, going on. 7-year-old 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 with more emotional maturity than I have had in my life or potentially will ever have. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. been drawing some fucked up shit in school, and un- unlike the the normal stuff where his mom walks home like worried, she's just like, "Nah, he's just expressing himself. Mm-hmm. It's good." Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm um, speaking of cream faced business boys. You remember that movie? Uh, uh, what's it? The Book of Henry. No. D- that movie where like it-, it looks like some like heartwarming thing about a kid and her and his mom's relationship, and then it turns out that the next door neighbor, who's played by. Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad, Dean Norris, mm-hmm. uh, is abusing his daughter, and then it turns into something like where they where they can't go to the cops because he's the chief of police, mm-hmm. and then they have to kill him, and also Henry dies in the middle of it, so he's got audio taped recordings telling his mother exactly how to pull out the sniper rifle and shoot Dean Norris in the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I regret that we do a horror movie podcast and not a bad movie podcast because I want to talk about the book of Henry so fucking badly. I mean- kind of do a bad movie podcast if you think about it. I mean, we do a bad... Insofar as a podcast is bad, and we talk about... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was about to say that. It's a bad movie podcast. Yeah. Oh, Christ. So, um... So, yeah, so... So, we find out that the girl we just saw at the beginning of the movie was, uh... Aiden's, Rachel's yeah, agent Aiden's cousin, um, Rachel's niece. So he and apparently she who no she was sixteen because we learned that later. She oh, was sixteen. 
So God, she's 16? young as fuck. She, yeah, but she's also really good friends with this seven. I guess I would if I had a like a cousin that was that cool, and also seven years old. I would definitely spend a lot of time with them. Um, yeah, definitely. But also, like, it just seems like an like a nine year age gap. That seems yeah. like perplexing. Whatever. It's not my place to judge. Um, so, like, he's been drawing all these pictures, and he's she's like, oh, it's just a means to cope. But then the teacher's like, yeah, she like, you say she died three days ago, and she's and Rachel's like, yeah, these pictures were drawn last week, and she's like, what? No way. Yeah. So that's that's that about that and that. <laughs> and then she takes Aiden home, and I like confronts him about it. I guess kind of maybe, um, like asks him how he's doing and stuff, and she he's like. Yeah, I knew. Like she told me, she didn't have much time, and she's and Rachel's like, "What?" Um, That's weird, cause cause Katie didn't like think about the fact that she didn't know about the ring tape murdering her. Well, she kind and, of did. What? Well, no, well, but she didn't though. She was like, she she didn't seem to hear that story until mm-hmm. her girlfriend told it to her. Mm-hmm. And I say girlfriend in like the way heterosexual people do it, not in like the oh they kissed kind of way yeah 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 which i've become my own worst enemy mm-hmm. well sometimes but yeah she like... didn't know she didn't know about the ring tape being a murderer until her friend told her which was that night and i don't think she would have called aiden up and been like hey aiden, i'm probably gonna die bye yeah yeah um but anyway i don't know there's a few things in this movie that don't make a lot of sense um most of them happen in the last 15 minutes but there's a lot there's a few plot holes in this movie that you're just not supposed to think about and to be honest this movie does basically everything else really good except for yeah it's except for establishing the rules not really to worry about yeah yeah the rules of it are kind of you know and that's kind of strange because like you think of the ring as a movie with really strict rules but Mm -hmm. it kind of there's a lot of them and it kind of gets a little muddled you know and you mm-hmm. don't really know what the goals of the protagonists are, essentially, because I don't think they really know. They're just kind of winging it. Anyway. Yeah. It's, but it's fine. It works. It works, you know? So. Um, so they go to the... Um, they go to the funeral um, the next day. Yeah, and, and um, Aiden is just, like, completely chill with his mom running around in her, in her underwear. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, it's just... It's weird... Right? Like, it'd be weird if you saw your mom just... I mean, I guess it's a different thing, because, like, you know, being assigned male at birth, like, I've seen my dad in states of undress, and my sister, I believe, has seen my mom, but, like, if I saw my mom in a state of undress, that would be weird. Yeah. Right? Like, if you saw your dad just, like, walking around in his tidy whities that'd be fucked up. Well, I have seen my dad walking around in his tidy whities so... Oh, I guess that is kind of a dad thing to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when it's laundry day, it's tidy whitey day, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have, like, a pair of, like, gym shorts he can put on. Nah, man. He fucking loves those tidy whities. God. Why are tidy whities such a dad thing? I don't know. Yeah, why aren't they wearing boxers? Is boxers, like, a millennial thing? I mean, I, I, I don't wear tight I don't wear tidy whities or boxers. I wear, like, you know, boxer briefs and boy shorts. Uh-huh. But like you know, yeah. Or is like, you know, or is like boxers like a young people thing? Do as we get older, do we wander closer and closer to tidy whities? 
Shit. Oh my god, I can feel my I can feel my underwear tightening around my genitals as I speak. <laughs> oh god. Oh no. It's the beginning of the end. It's like maybe it's like a bell of cur- cur- curve because I wore nothing but tidy whities until I was like sixteen, and then I swapped around, and then I like gradually increased my laundry size. Coming out as a girl really kind of increased my laundry, you know, amount. Yeah. Like or my my underwear like choices. Uh huh. Because like guys have okay briefs, boxer briefs, or boxers. Uh huh. But like women have more. Yeah, a lot of options. <laughs> Lots of options. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, speaking of underwear, this week we've been sponsored by Meandies. Meandies offers Modal, which is a thousand times softer than cotton. You cannot pretend to shill for something unless you're actually getting paid for it. Oh, but you didn't see the email? (laughs) I would kill or die for some Meandies money, but no. Oh my god. I love whenever they talk about uh, the money on my brother, my brother, me, because they're like, yeah, I mean, we get the money, but, like, Max Fun gets a cut, obviously, and we split it three ways, so it's like, I have enough money to go to Arby's. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the Arby's money. Fuck, though. I'd be down to go to Arby's. Shit. Like, same. Like, same. Like, I Arby's money? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we have to get back into this movie. <laughs> Yeah, okay. It's just, it's late in the day. It's Sunday. We're we're both well, I'm kind of worried about like working yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Same. Since since I just made plans with a previously mentioned ANCAP coworker. <laughs> hey, at 10 p.m., do you want to hang out and probably stay up until 6 in the morning so I can like go to work at 1 the next day? It'll be fine. <laughs> Oh my god. What if you just made plans with him via this podcast and just like said, hey, listen to this podcast. It's coming out at 11 a.m. And you were just like, right now, just like, hey, AJ, uh, the what you texted me about sounds good. See you then. <laughs> Bye. The, yeah. I mean, I might as well just communicate with most people that way. Um, yeah, I mean, it's how you communicate with me. We, we don't talk outside of this. Yeah, like, I don't even, like, I'm not even sure if Luna's your real name, you know? You it's cut out, so, but I'm just going to say yes. What? Uh, you cut out, but I'm just going to say yes, I agree. <laughs> I heard it, you know, and I'm like, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's the best way to communicate with me. Okay, so they go to the funeral, and then they talk to, and then she goes outside for a cigarette, and she talks to all these teenagers who are also smoking like teenagers do, and um, they talk to her about this videotape, and then this one Yeah, and they're like, like, oh, I used to smoke weed all the time. Did she ever smoke weed? That could have made her heart stop. Which, I mean, bitch, if you Googled it, I had to Google this because I once smoked a bowl, and it gave me chest pains the next morning. Oh, no. <laughs> if you Google it, there is nothing linking marijuana to heart pain. Um, yeah. If you smoke, if you smoke some weed and it gives you heart pain, there was it was not weed. Yeah, exactly. I, in my case, it was a carpet fiber that had found its way into the bowl. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, you gotta live life on the edge, I suppose. Yeah, straight edge. That's what it's all about, right? That's what they mean. We've never smoked weed in our lives. No, never. You cannot use this as police evidence against us. Don't don't talk. No, absolutely not. Who is Luna? <laughs> Who am Luna? Who am Blair? Who's podcast? This is podcast. So, so she's like basically. Oh, so she's. So like, a horse commits suicide. No, too far. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, she learns about this videotape. Uh, she goes investigating all the deaths of the people who were involved because she also hears that um, this girl's boyfriend also died the night that she died. 
um, around the same time. And so it finds out, oh, they all died at 10 p.m. And then she gets a hold of, like, the photographs that were taken that night. And they're all fucked up looking. And um, uh, she, like, goes to her, like, ex, who's, like, a photography guy. And she's, like, shows him all of them. And... No, 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 fuck, I'm uh, too far, too far, too far. Um, she goes to the cottage she found out they were staying at first. Um, and, like, there's some really good characterization in this movie. I really like the scene where her boss, because she's a reporter, comes up to her and he's like, you're fired, and she's like, no, I'm not. And then he just walks away. Um, <laughs> and I also like the... It's good, it's very good. I also like the front desk person who, like, tries to do a card trick and just does a really shitty job. Neither of these things have greater implications of the plot. They're just really good world-building moments, you know? Like, yeah, no, it's it's funny to see, like, the, the you, you, like, see him practice, and you're like, oh, shit, he's going to be, like, a master magician. He might be, he's going to be, like, important to the plot. And he just, like, he can't do a fucking card trick. Yeah, no, it's 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 really great. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, I really appreciate because it, it, it definitely makes the world feel more full of people than just full of the people who are important in this movie you know what i mean yeah defo Mm -hmm. um so so she she goes to the cabin she goes to the same cabin they were in she turns around and she sees a blank vhs tape in like this like shelf full of vhs's um and she's like oh that must be the one because it doesn't have a case and i'm like well you probably you have pretty good chances of being right but if you were wrong you could just be watching like something that got lost the case i don't know it just feels like the odds aren't very good but i guess she was just kind of winging it um so she but but it turns out she she was right uh, she pops the vhs into the thing and then she watches the ring movie and it's good it's like art student as fuck but also in a way i really enjoy um, yeah i think it was described at the beginning of the movie as like someone's nightmare and i feel that you know? Yeah, not really makes much sense, but definitely feels you with a sense of dread. Right. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense unless until, unless you are the person in question. Right, exactly. Like, I'm sure to Samara that tapes makes total sense, but, like, to 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 you or me, it's just like, well, this looks like gibberish, but it looks, it's also unsettling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, not to complain about being an adult, but, like, so, when I was a kid, I had a nightmare about being chased around a bunch of cubicles by a skeleton wearing a lab coat. And the sure. skeleton wearing a lab coat stabbed me with a knife and I woke up. And I was sure. about six or seven years old. Mm-hmm. That dream is less scary to me than the dream I had a year and a half ago when I dreamt that I was late to work too many times and they fired me. Dude, I understand that feels so much. Yeah, I used to have, like, nightmares about my DW doll at the top of the stairs and then the stairs would melt. <laughs> um, and... Like, the floorboards would, like, become undone, and I'd also be in the basement. And so I threw baby powder on my DW doll and then put it on the top shelf of my uh, 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 closet so, where I never touched it ever again. Um, so I had nightmares about that, like, a lot during my childhood. But it's, like, really nothing compared to the fucking stress dreams I have about, oh, my God, my test is a week earlier than I thought it was, and I didn't fucking study for it, and now I'm taking this test that I'm definitely going to fail, and it's definitely going to make me fail the course, and yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, Did I ever talk about the time I, I I almost missed a final exam on accident? No, tell me. Okay, so... It's uh, the Monday of finals week, and it's, like, I've got a couple of finals on Tuesday, a couple of finals on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, got my schedule dialed in. It's, like, eh, about 10-ish. 
I'm about to pick my sister up because she needs a ride to the pharmacy, pick up a prescription. Mm-hmm. And while I'm while I'm idling in my car in front of the building she lives in and waiting for her to come down, I look at my phone to just double check my schedule and it says <laughs> Gender Studies final, nine AM Monday. <laughs> I floor it over there. I park. I can't find parking, so I park in the fucking university president's parking spot. Oh, my God. I go in there. I finish the test in an hour and ten minutes. Uh-huh. And I walk out, and I did not get a parking ticket. Woo! You know what? That's, that's, you know, that's a success story if I've ever heard one. How'd you do on the Hell test? Oh, yeah. Oh, I fucking killed it like nice. i i was always really good in that class and nice. i think the pre- i think the professor gave me a slight bias because i was the only trans person she taught <laughs> i mean you know what i have no objections towards that um yeah that this is what political correctness this is the future that liberals want <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think she just always like took my work with like a uh what's the opposite of a grain of salt like the opposite of that. Yeah. You know? No, I, I don't think there's a turn of phrase for it, but I understand what you mean. Um, but anyways, yeah, that happened. So she watched the video and it's dope. Movie? Movie. What happens? Uh, so no, then she goes to her ex who's into photos and shit, and then she shows him... She, all Noah. Fo- his ex Noah. N- Noah. Her ex Noah. Um, she shows her him all these like fucked up photos. He's like, wow, that's dope. Like, this is really cool photo editing shit. And she's like, yeah, but, like, take a picture of me. And her face is all fucked up, too. And he's like, wow. Yeah. You really fucked makes up your you, camera. Is this insane? Makes you think. Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, I really want to see this video. And she's like, no. And he's like, but I really want to. And she's like, fine. <laughs> um, so that happens. And then uh, he's like, yeah, I was really art student-y. I don't know what the big deal is. It didn't really freak me out. And then the phone rings. And she's like, ah. Um. And she, but she doesn't answer it and just lets it go to voicemail and then deletes the voicemail. Um, and then later he's like out buying cigarettes and he like catches his face in the um, security camera TV thingy. Um, and it's all distorted mm-hmm. and shit the way it was before. And he's like, oh fuck, it's real. That shit's real. Um, and, uh, and then he's like, I believe you. Yeah. Yeah, and so they go to his studio together and, like, investigate this videotape and, like, because she makes a copy of it and it's, apparently the copy's really fucked up, too, and, like, the tracking numbers or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of, like, film gibberish in this, and I'm sure yeah. it's all very no, meaningful. absolutely. And there's like, there's, like, a scene where she's, like, can you pretend that I didn't, Read the fucking latest Tech Nerds Are Us magazine. In English, please. In English, Poindexter? Could I be anymore? Come on, Dweebus. Tell it to me in English. What's a coax? I don't know. What is a coax? Oh, coax is the shit you used to screw into the back of your TV to give it cable. You still do that. Pretty much. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't have cable. Oh. Never had cable? Well, I've had cable, but I've just never had to hook it up, and now I don't have cable, so I don't have to hook it up. Uh-oh. N64s used to have that set up, too. Instead of plugging into uh, uh, the VGA cables, mm-hmm. you would go in through a coax. Shit, nice. Yeah. This is an educational podcast. We're mm-hmm. learning. Well, I'm learning. Yeah. And so is our listener. 
So you better pay us <laughs> tuition fees because this shit ain't free. Yeah, okay. uh, pay us we for eight thousand dollars a month. Yeah, we we will stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, curious. I'm curious. Now that I said that, I'm gonna check what communism kills his Patreon is. Go on with the plot. Go on. Okay. Okay. Um. So. So she's like. So she, like, they're going through like the tracking of it, and it's like all weird and stuff. And he like explains all the weird like things that should be impossible with it, and like. Um, she's like, oh, there's something, these, there's more image behind it, you just need to stretch the tape a little bit, and he's like, okay, let me try, and so he tries, and then he, like, breaks the, it, or the machine, or something, um, anyway, it's, like, sputters out, and it's pretty much useless, um, and then, uh, his assistant, who apparently... <laughs> Sorry if I'm, like, jumping in at the right moments, you were, like, severely cutting out, there's nothing we can do about that? No, it's fine. Okay, cool. Uh, I think her Patreon got taken down. Nice. <laughs> or she took it down. Yeah, probably that. Yeah. Um, probably because she didn't get $2,000 a month for stopping. Hold on, Michael just sent me something and I'm going to play it on the air. Oh, what is it? <laughs> Some audio. It's very important. So, I'm at work. And there was a styrofoam container in the, in the darkness that looked a little bit like it was full of ice when I opened it up. So I, I stuck my hand in there, and it wasn't, it wasn't full of ice. It was full of warm rice. Warm rice. It was like the grossest shit on the planet. So, like, I recoiled in horror, but, I mean, that was probably the scariest m moment of my life. <laughs> So. Thank you, thank you, Michael. For, <laughs> former guest Michael, correct? Yes, former guest Michael. Um, I assume that's his question for this week. Yeah. Uh, so we'll answer uh, that when we get to there. Um, okay, we need to bring this back on track. We have been. Uh, oh God, it's forty minutes into this podcast. Okay, so uh, where did we leave off? Sorry, so, Noah. Right? So, we just met Noah. Yeah. No. 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 So he's like we, all the tracking shit. They, she goes to this specific place to like print out things like vi on video or whatever. yeah like it's super high class av store and she like notices some shit on like the side outside the edges and it's like that weird malcolm in the middle post that was going around for a bit when you could like see kids off to the side that you were obviously never meant to see because the because the show is now being displayed in widescreen as opposed to like regular screen remember uh -huh. those posts uh -huh. <laughs> i fucking love those posts mm -hmm. um but then fucking like uh, she looks and there's like, oh shit, there's a lighthouse, and then it explodes, and her nose is bleeding, and she does some science, and she finds out, oh shit, I gotta go to this island to figure something out. Mm -hmm. Am I missing anything major? No, that's all good. That's all good. She she's she's on a timetable because she thinks she, she she's like sure that she has, she's gonna die within seven days of watching the tape, and it's been like six, five and a half, six days. Sure. And she's like, okay, Noah, I need you to go to the fucking hospital, figure out anything you can about this girl. And then she's like, okay, time to go to the fucking island. And she takes the ferry, and a horse commits suicide. Yep. And the horse commits suicide by jumping into the water, and then it gets chopped up by propeller blades, and, it's tw and it, like a 10-year-old girl sees, and it's terrible. Everyone runs to look, and like, yeah. why? Like, what are you doing? You can't get down there. That horse is gone. <laughs> No, but I mean, Blair, how often in your life are you going to get a chance to see a horse getting blend, getting fucking pureed? I mean, I guess, but like, I wouldn't want to. You know? You wouldn't? You wouldn't want to see a horse get pureed? No. Horses are monsters. No, don't say that. Horses are good. Blair. I, I don't know if I can associate with you anymore. Blair, horses are evil. <laughs> no. Why do you say horses are evil? 
They're scary. They are all muscle. Yeah, they're powerful, so you have to earn their trust. So you should respect them like the mighty beasts they are. I fear them. One of them could look at me wrong and I would die. I don't think I hate them. I just fear them. Okay, that's fair. I can, you know what? I, I, yeah, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, so she goes to the island. She finds out all this stuff. Um, she talks to this really menacing dude. I don't know. There's a lot of, like, lore and shit. And, like, it's all, like, about, like, parental abuse and, like, unwanted childs and shit like that. And, like, mental illness and, like... So Samara gets, like, sent to this place because she's, like, all weird and shit. Um, and, yeah, essentially, like, what ends up, what we, like, through all these things, like, this dude that was her father. Oh, wait, we, um, Aiden watched the tape. We skip, oh, Did we skip that? No, I, I talked about, oh, Aiden watched the tape. Yeah, we skipped that. So they're, like, concerned about that now. Yeah, so there were that this baby, business, cream-faced business baby, boss baby, time cube is going to die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but he can't die because he's time cube and he's immortal. Right, exactly. Um, uh, so then she's on the island, and I think we should just, like, tackle this, like, what she does on the island, and what, well, let's, let's do, let's do what Noah does, and then just talk about, uh, Rachel for the rest of the movie, and then sure. when Noah catches back up. Okay. So Noah, Noah goes to the hospital, and they're like, and he's like, hey, can I get some records? And they're like, no, you need to be a relative, idiot. And he's like, she's been dead for 24 years, I'll just, you can't stop me, I'll bust into the room upstairs, and some dumbass is like, <laughs> nice try, idiot, they're in the basement. Which, like... Revealing way too much information. Yeah, but also, also that's me. <laughs> what? Saying nice try, dumbass, they're in the basement? Yeah. Yeah, especially, like, you gotta know that guy's been working for 24 hours if he's working at a hospital. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, so, she, he, he busts into the basement downstairs, and, um, he's, like, wanted to look at her records, and he finds... What does he find down there? Um... He finds, uh, I don't know, stuff about, I don't really remember. The important parts of this thing is that Samara was killed by her mom, basically. Yeah, yeah, but, like, that's later. (laughs) Yeah, but that's, like, the part I absorbed. I've seen this movie three times, and I still, it's really complicated, um, because there's all, like, all sorts of, like, false ends and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, Mobius reach-arounds and shit. Um, Yeah, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of that. Okay, but, um, so, turns out, they find out that Samara had the power to, like, physically etch images onto objects and minds. Mm-hmm. Which was, which is pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Um, God, how did, where did Samara come from? Um. Because she was adopted. Right, yeah. Like, what do you mean, where did she come from? Like, who's her mama? Oh, I don't think we ever know that. Huh, interesting. Maybe yeah. the Ring 2 answers it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so they find out that that's her thing, uh, and they tormented parents and horses, and, uh, fucking Noah just pretty much learns the same shit, mm-hmm. and there's a really good interaction with, uh, someone who works in the archives, and he's like, hey, if you fucking stole this shit, I will be on you, like, white on rice, which is a thing my dad likes to say a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, it seems like and... a very dad thing to say. Uh, and so, fucking, uh, Samara, it turns out Samara, well, well, um, 
Samara's parents, I guess. Her dad is like, oh shit, Samara's evil is still out there. I'm going to kill myself by plugging myself into every possible electronic device I can, uh, stepping in a bathtub, plug turning the switch on, and exploding into a million little pieces because he fucking obliterates himself. That's when you need to make sure you are extra fucking crispy, toasted, dead. That is the extra crispy chicken they are offering at KFC. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, cooked, cooked I mean, by a bathtub fryer. It, it, like, looks cool aesthetically, I guess, um, but also it seems like a lot of work to go through. Like, there has to be easier ways, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like a toaster. Yeah. A toaster would do just the trick. One, one appliance will do it. But he Probably. needs to just make sure he's extra crispy dead. I guess so. Because yeah, like, there's blood coming out of the of the fucking thing and everybody explodes. Yeah. Basically. So um, Rachel's like, bye! <laughs> Essentially. Um, she They run back to the, um, the, the, the inn that they originally found the VHS tape in. Yeah. Um... And, uh, um, so, yeah, so, so they find the end, uh, uh, they, they get into a fight because she's about to die because it was, a week has passed at this point. Yeah, um, and, yeah, yeah, that's right, she dies into the well and she's like, oh shit, Samara was down here for seven days. Yeah. And then she, uh, like, cleanses her spirit and this, the, the, the child turns into a, uh, in, turns into a fucking... Uh, her, her head turns into a skeleton and she dissolves and dies. Yeah, she, yeah, so, yeah. So, basically, we find out that, um, that, uh, the mom killed Samara, and so, like, ghost haunting thing shit. Yeah, you know. And then, yeah, she's like, and then we freed her. And then, the, that is where the movie should have ended, because it is about parental abuse and, like, child murder, and the child was in the wrong, it was just trying to get retribution for your actions, and now that she's been saved, everything should be fine, and that's a good moral for the end of the story. You know, horror movies, every movie needs a kind of a moral, you know, but this one... And this one spent the entire time setting that up, and, like, we were supposed to be sympathetic towards Samara, and, like, just be understanding, and, like, it was never positioned Samara as, like, evil, just, like, just, like, a, a force mm -hmm. of destruction, you know? Um, yeah. But then it just throws all of that out the garbage and then takes a big shit on the garbage, and uh, we have, like, a false end because, because Aiden's, like... Why did you help her? She never sleeps. She's gonna. She's like evil. Why did you do that? And she, and then Rachel's like, what? And then, um, we we get a sh then we get a shot of Aiden, no no Noah in his like studio thing just dicking around. And then white noise comes on the TV and he's like, what? Um, and then Rachel's driving really fast and then he gets like fucking glommed on by Samara who looks fucking horrible. Um, like the worst. Yeah, she looks... She, she, she looks she like looks a like, Reagan from The Exorcist. You know? like the Yeah, that's, that's literally it. I'm just going to compare her to the thumbnail that Netflix has for a movie called Clown. Uh-huh. Which, I'm going to pull that up for you real quick, but just so you sure. have a reference. We can put this in the sure. show notes. Sure. Yeah, pop that over Oh, I have, to, I have to sign in. Hold on. Okay. She looks like that. Yeah. No, she does. Yeah, exactly. Um... You can all enjoy that with your eyeballs. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll post we'll post it. Um, but I think a, a shitty Reagan is another. Yeah, so then he fucking explodes and dies, and Rachel goes over and tries to save his ass, but she can't. So she goes home, and she's depressed, and Aiden's like, 
uh, we have to fucking do something, and she blows up the VHS tape, but then she realizes she made a copy, and that's what saved her and made him die, because whoever watched the videotape last is who Samara's gonna kill, which is the plot, actually is important to the plot of the movie Ringu's, which was the uh, Japanese short film mm-hmm. about uh, ringers, they were called, I believe, which... They were kids who would, like, watch the movie as part of a dare because it had become, like, public knowledge. They would watch the movie as part of a dare, and then they would see how long they could go without without the next person. And they would always Wait, have someone next in line to watch the, it. is the plot of the sequel to this movie? Or is it the plot of both? I don't know if it's the plot of the sequel to The Ring 2, but Ringu's is... But, it was only it was only released in Japan. In Japan. Okay, because I think that's also the plot of Ring's. The really shitty well, one. Rings two was Rings two was the newest one. That's not the sequel. Rings the Ring two is the sequel to the Ring. Then what's Rings? I don't know. I don't know a single goddamn thing about it. But we need to watch it this this October. Okay. Um. Anyways, so the the point of it is they have someone else next in line to watch it, and they see how long they can go. It's like an endurance run because they get like hallucinations and visions, and it's fucked up and terrible. And it's about one in Ringers is about one kid who like makes it to like day six, like twenty three hours. Sure. Nice. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And then they decide to do that, and they're, then it's over. Yeah. It's just like a plot contrivance, basically. I don't know why. It's like sequel bait, basically. It's like, oh, now we have... St- we didn't tie it up into a neat bow, so now we can franchise it. And it just mm-hmm. feels like it was slapped on the end of the movie because it's completely, tonally dissonant to the rest of the movie. Um, it feels like scenes that should have happened in the middle of the movie to set up some rules because it, at the end of the movie, it's like, here's some rules for this movie. And it's like, you could have, you should have established these earlier so this would have been made any sense. What's, I don't know. I've, I love this movie so much except for the last 15 minutes of it. Yeah, it's not very good. Um, so on a scale of zero to five, cream face business baby, cream face business boss baby time cubes. Okay, um, I'm gonna give this one a four. That's that's about where I'm feeling. Yeah, yep. four and a half, maybe yep. even five. If the it wasn't movie for the ending. looks amazing. Is acted amazingly. Um, it probably could have earned a five for me if it was just a little more clean. So yeah, and the ending. Yeah, I mean that's basically what I mean. But yeah. Um, so yeah, um, okay, questions. I think we have one. Do we have a question? I didn't yeah, see from, it. Yeah, uh, from Twitter user Pidmon, uh, Jasmine Marsh, um, asks, have y'all read the book? Tried to get it at a local library based on Voidberger's recommendation, but no dice. And I didn't know there was a book. Me neither. I thought there was just the movie. Um, I would love to read the book, though. Uh. Yeah, same. Yeah, so. Maybe, maybe, we, do, maybe we do that for, like, the Animorphs fear-baiting crossover episode, for book sure. baiting. I only read a book at once every other week, and it's <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they're good books, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're good books, Bron. <laughs> no, we haven't, but um, yeah, I will. I will count that as a recommendation from you, Jasmine. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, speaking of recommendations, unless we have any more questions. No, I've got nothing. Okay. Um. Uh, I got two recommendations this week. One. One's kind of like a serious like help a friend kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, because friend of the show and previous almost guest, Roy Fuck Warlock, mm-hmm. um, she's in a bit of a rough spot right now, um, just because she's, fell, she fell behind, she's behind on some bills and she broke her leg so she can't, like, work until it, fin- until it fully heals. Mm-hmm. 
So I, there's a, a link to her. Uh, it's uh, you caring, I think, is the crowdfunding thing she's using. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to put a link to that in the show notes. Um, mm-hmm. Just if you guys can help out at all, it would be just like Roy is a very good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I want yeah. to be able to help in whatever way I can. I mean, I'm throwing some money in there in like a day or two because I got to wait for a check, a paycheck to clear. But right. like. Yeah, please if you just please help out Roy. Um, yeah, if you ha- if you can. Yeah, and you know if you can't just like reblog the post or something mm-hmm. or retweet it or something yeah. like that. Anyways, um, my other recommendation is a video game. It's called Until Dawn. It's a very good horror game where it's like it's like hey, you remember The Walking Dead where you could choose your actions except at the end of the game none of them fucking made a made a difference. Until Dawn's like that except for they do matter. <laughs> yeah. Until Dawn is good. I watched a Let's Play of some of it. Um, Rami Malek is in it, which is why I watched a Let's Play of some of it. Um, Who, whose so, Let's Play did you yeah, watch? it's good. It's some good shit. Whose Let's Play did you watch? Oh, I don't I don't remember. This was ages ago. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. Um, my recommendation this week is something I can't remember if I recommended before. And um, it's like the ultimate depression music. Just because the weather's really gloomy right now, I'm totally feeling it. Um, mm-hmm. Hospice by Antlers. Oh God! <laughs> hey, what? Can we talk about my favorite uh, dip, sad hospital music? Sure. I think you know what it is. What is it? It's it's Gay Tintin Hospital. Gay Tintin Hospital. Gay Tintin Hospital. sad depression music about hospitals go listen to it if you don't if it's not your thing then i don't whatever but i don't i i've literally done nothing other than listen to it for the past couple days so it's kind of on the mind (laughs) yeah okay cool podcast podcast um if you want to find us you can check us out at fearbaiting on twitter fearbaiting.tumblr.com or fearbaiting at gmail.com if you want to find me personally it's at chiesatanaka on twitter or chiesatanakas.tumblr.com if you want to find me you can find me at blair kitch on twitter or bramblefelt.tumblr.com and if you want to support the show you can do so at patreon.com forward slash fearbaiting and if you want to check out our other podcast, which we alluded to earlier, uh, called The Wonder Yorks, we are six episodes in right now. It's an Animorph reread, rewatch podcast, eventually a rewatch at least. Mm-hmm. And I have so, like, it's so much fun. Like, don't get me wrong, I love doing fear baiting as well, but just like, and Wonder Yorks is just off the fucking walls. If you think we get fucking wild and wet and wild in this one, you should listen to an episode of The Wonder Yorks. I really yeah. recommend it. Um, start from the beginning because there is like a plot thread to be followed. Mm-hmm. But um, I think our first episode is, like, a banger because we started that podcast knowing some things about podcasting that we didn't know when we started this one. <laughs> right, exactly. But, yeah, that's The Wonder Yerks, uh, Y-E-E-R-K-S. We'll put it in the show notes. And, yep. um, yeah, that's the podcast. Mm-hmm. Jeez, um, it's almost fucking 11. <laughs> um, thank oh, you all for bed. listening. 
Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to give us a rating or review on iTunes, um, we've paid what we've paid ten dollars once to advertise the show on Post Game of Thrones. But aside from that, we don't pay to advertise the show at all. Yeah. So you know, tell your friends about how good this podcast is, or about how bad this podcast is, and just tell them you have to hear it to believe it. Well, it, we either way, it gets downloaded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and until next time, uh, I'm Luna. I'm Blair. And remember... You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone.